other understanding and and plain talk because they like to say this this pie in the sky oh i love america let's get back to the ideal the constitution you kids can't up in the constitution see the constitution never fucked you over so you love the constitution welcome fam this is courtney russell jr and i'm here with my co-host emily brocker Welcome to Humanize. We are two Americans with totally different backgrounds and life experiences. We're coming together on this podcast to dive right at the heart of the three things that shut down tough conversations about race, culture, power, and ego. The stories you are about to hear are meant to humanize those deeply involved in social justice. Welcome to the work, y'all. Let's get it. Welcome, everyone. Courtney and I are here today to have a discussion that's not about one of our guests, and we don't have a guest today, but we felt it's really important to just share our thoughts and, and kind of dialogue a bit about Roe versus Wade being overturned in our time that was just a couple days ago. And as always, we have a disclaimer. You know, Courtney and I have both said we are up for talking about this, having hard conversation about explicit conversation about race. And so that's just something that you should have with permission from another person. And I'd like to also add a trigger warning to this episode because we will be talking about abortion. So just take care of yourself and check in if this is an appropriate time to potentially, you know, stumble across different stories and perspectives on a, a really difficult topic. So yeah, just a little warning for this episode. Yeah. So Courtney. Ooh, yeah. Um, hearts are heavy, you know. When was it placed into law by Supreme Court? Was 73? 50 years ago. So I, was it exactly? I don't know. I don't know exactly, but I guess around then you done yeah. in 73 or so. Uh -huh. And someone from Congress recently said that we are righting a wrong, right? It, it, mm -hmm. it, it kind of goes in line with make America great again for me. Mm -hmm. You know, and all of these things to undo civil liberties mm -hmm. are not surprising. You know, if I was a white supremacist, I would be like, enough is enough. Mm -hmm. Roe versus Wade is just an, a long line of things that must be done to take us back to a day where the world was simpler in some people's thoughts. You know, mm -hmm. like people knew their roles. We didn't have a black president. We didn't have people with ambitions for other things than their station in life. We didn't have people marrying same sex or in a racial marriage. Like it was, it was a different day. And I feel like- As Resma McKenna would say that plantation times, plantation mentality. Mm, mm -hmm. mm. Mm -hmm. Roe versus Wade to me, especially being a doctor is so much more than just saying you can't have an abortion. Mm -hmm. You know, it's like addressing female reproductive rights. Mm -hmm. You know, telling a woman that the unborn child is more important than you and also using Christianity, using God to justify such actions. You know, God wouldn't want you to do that. How dare you do this? And how dare us speak for God just like they did? Who's God? Hey. You know, hey. like, why are we, what happened to separation of church and state? There is none. Just like slavery. These are all things that sound good and are symbolic, but in mm -hmm. practice, we're steeped in it, man. Yeah. I have so much to, I'm sorry. I, it, 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 
as a person that works so hard towards equity, it really infuriates me when individuals feel as though they have a right in other people's bedrooms. Yeah. You know, in other people's lives, in other people's minds, on other people's bodies. Mm-hmm. You like they took advantage of like black men and women's bodies. They dehumanize us and they're doing that again today. Mm-hmm. That's a powerful thing. <sighs> yeah. So during the protests, you know, they find they this white woman said, we have now addressed the scourge of America, which is abortion. Mm. So you just say, fuck slavery. That wasn't scourge, right? That was normal, mm. right? So mm-hmm. again, they're trying to throw distractions. So you would think that it's all about abortions. It's not about no abortions. Mm. It's about knowing your place, knowing your role, and also knowing that you aren't as important as you think you are. So I own not only yeah. you, I own your body, I own your controlling child. Controlling bodies. Everything. This is this is based on controlling bodies. And Resmo McAdam also said something the other day about, you know, this is not the beginning of anything. This is a continuation. This country founded its wealth on controlling bodies. And to be, you know, very explicit on anything that's not a white male body is to be controlled. Yes. And yeah, for me, it just feels like it's it's shattering. Like the number of directions in which my heart and mind go are, it's all over the place. It's so new. I hope that I can have cohesive thoughts soon, but you know, I, I go to the place of, I think of many different friends of mine who have had abortions, which have been gut-wrenching experiences for them. And I can, you know, say why, but it doesn't matter why. It was their choice and it was very difficult. This wasn't like just throw it to the wind type of situation. Yeah. I think about myself right now. You know, I'm 44. I have two kids. I don't want any more kids. Yeah. I That would be a health risk for me if I'm, you know, carrying kids older than this. I think of my two girls and that their bodies just came under control of the government. Mm-hmm. But don't tell anyone to wear a mask, God forbid. Oh, my but God. You, you know. And then I also, <sighs> I think of Ruth Bader Ginsburg in regards to the fight that she fought for women's rights. And I also have to hold that with some frustration of like Obama asked her to step down so he could replace her while he was in office. And she said, no, I have more time left in me. And so that pisses me off, too. Like, she should have stepped down then. And yeah. You know, we wouldn't be dealing with the Supreme Court. And then I also think of the people, specifically the black and brown people living in situations of poverty who this is going to disproportionately affect. <laughs> and that when their kids come out, they're not going to have access to good schools. They're not going to have food stamps. They're, you know, they're going to be fighting their whole life and they're not being born into a society and the, you know, teenage girls in Mississippi who the closest place they'd have to go is Illinois in order to get an abortion if they wanted to put their life back on track. And then another one that's coming up for me, and this I have very mixed feelings about this, but it's, it's there, is I kind of feel like this might not go on long. I kind of feel like there's going to be a movement to take this down. And I think that white women are going to be a big part of that. And that's great. And just like with the Women's March after Trump was elected, I think it will demonstrate the power of 
white women, when we decide to take a stand on an issue, and it will highlight issues that we haven't taken a stand on. I think that in the next 10 years, that will play out because we've seen that play out before in many different spheres and the women's suffrage and, you know, different different aspects of, you know, white women are really powerful and put our mind to it. And white women were very complicit and have been and continue to be complicit when it comes to black women's rights and standing up for black women. Ooh. So that when I say shattered, I mean like I'm literally going in a million directions at the the same time. Yeah, you you brought up something that's poignant, man, and you brought up something that's I really appreciate it because it's truth. You know, white men are at the the top of the hierarchy, you know, and there's nothing lower that has been more disrespected than a black woman, like. And you're right, the complacency and the, and the voyeuristic nature to certain things that white women have at times can be mm-hmm. frustrating, you know? Mm-hmm. Activism is not a spectator sport. Mm-hmm. I feel, and again, this is just my crazy ass, you know? I feel like if you're not in it for the discomfort, please don't get in it. Just be honest and say, I don't want to do that kind of stuff. But to patronize individuals that are actually being affected disproportionately because you want to safely be an activist, it infuriates me. Because now women will be dying because Mm -hmm. they have to make a decision between their life, the life of their unborn child, their finances, access, jail time, fines. Being able to feed another child. It's, it's, it's you know, worse. if they have a, a child that's already, it's disgusting. I mean, the whole. It's so sobering. It kind of feels like you're just like in the middle of the system looking around and, yeah. you know. And, and this is why every day I wake up, I can't go half ass. Like a woman deserves a man like me to say what has to be said for her because they're always expected to stand tall. They're always expected to do the most. They're always <laughs> essential workers for everyone else, mm-hmm. right? And so, mm-hmm. like, with with COVID, it, it is really unfortunate that individuals of color, again, disproportionately are going to have to be affected so that people can feel as though their freedoms are protected, right? So when you ask someone to wear a mask these days, like you, like you already said, Emily— it's the worst thing ever to some people. You're taking my freedom away. Mm-hmm. But it's okay to say you cannot have an abortion. You cannot choose that. But you can choose not to wear a mask. Right. I don't. I, it's insulting. I, it's just insulting. I don't, I don't understand that. And anyone hearing this can say, oh, it's two different issues. I agree it's two different issues. One is a public health issue and one should be a human right. See. Right. Right. It's two different issues. White supremacy has a great job of taking agency away, autonomy. Mm-hmm. And so when you don't have agency, it looks like this. So we're releasing this episode on 4th of July, and it kind of begs the question of what is freedom? Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. what is what is freedom? What is What is the freedom we're fighting for? What is the freedom we have? And that is we, the people, not we, the few people in power. <laughs> 
how can we get back to we the people? How can we get there if we don't have everyone voting and having access Ex to vote? Exactly. How can we be a functioning democracy? Exactly. And they love to say shit like, we need to get back to a time where the states can choose what's best for them. You know what was... Okay, but do that with gun laws too. Uh, uh, agreed. And also, do you know what was best for all the slave-holding states? Slaves. <laughs> Right. So so in their mind, it was best for us to continue slavery. So this is what I'm telling you. The Constitution is, is to me, is like it wasn't written for the three-fifth person. Mm -hmm. It was only we, the people, only exist to 100% of the humans, not the humans that were three-fifths. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. like, like it blows my mind that mm -hmm. senators say, yeah, it's let's not make it a federal case. Let's make it. Like jurisdiction. Let's make it by states. States should have the right for the democratic process. Show. How did that show up for us? If you're not going to protect our rights at the federal level, then let's talk about dividing down the country. Let's talk about, okay. you know, okay. creating. Some, we're not a united country. We have so many different views. Okay. So we can't do anything. We're, we're paralyzed and it's not working. Okay. That's what I think. I'm tear. I'm tear it down today. I vote. Tear it down. Huh. I, uh, <laughs> I, I vote. <laughs> I, I, I vote understanding and and plain talk, because they like to say this this pie in the sky. Oh, I love America. Let's get back to the ideal. The constitution. You kids can't up in the constitution. See, the constitution never fucked you over. So you <laughs> love the constitution. Right. The constitution literally said we were three fifths. Mm -hmm. It literally had to be amended because they can enslave us again once we were free from slavery. Right. Via mass incarceration. Mm hmm Via ghettos. Mm hmm So you have all these things going on, but then you like to say, we the people, let's leave it up to the states. Let's stop telling the states what to do. It's very obvious the states don't know what the fuck going on. And so we have to depend on the government. We have to depend on the federal government on a federal level to take care of individuals. It was times mm -hmm. when people went to war that looked like me, that came back to the country that we fought for and we were disrespected, we were killed. We were told that we were less than and now we're expected mm -hmm. to appreciate the constitution. Mm -hmm. Come on, man, let's talk about Like it's big, Roe versus Wade is, is, is endemic, it's symbolic. It shows mm -hmm. how much of not a fuck we give about our citizens and we give a, a fuck about individuals who are less than. All of this is just a cloak. It's just it's just a smokescreen for saying, hey, you aren't us because you know what? Maybe we have to risk a few white folks or individuals like that. However, we'll take that for the greater good. Mm -hmm. The greater good is the affluent. Mm -hmm. The greater good is individuals who don't have to live in poverty because of systems that were in place. So- yeah, they can die, but we got to get back to a day when 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 we ran this shit. Oh, man. Yeah, I'm sorry. And I, I, the image that's popping to mind right now is like I just traveled to San Francisco for a keynote, and I came back. Yeah. And I did like you know the off airport parking. Yeah. And so I took a bus from DIA out to this area, and it was just me and this one other couple on the bus and the bus driver, and we pull up to this other couple's car, big, like, SUV BMW. 
you know, nice car, new car. And these people were coming from somewhere tropical. They had the, you know, tropical print shirts and and stuff and big suitcases. And the gentleman on the bus helped them off the bus and off they went. And afterwards he said to me, he's like, ah, they, they have money for the BMW, but no money for a tip. They didn't tip them a dollar to help them. And this, I was like, this is the trickle down effect not working. Yeah. You know, the people, this is the fundamental, huh. you know, huh. this is the Republican line of like, we make these policies and it trickles down and it'll, everyone else will, will be okay. And it doesn't work. Like, we don't see it. We just see further and further consolidation of wealth, further consolidation of power, further ability to create these gerrymandering laws and filibusters that paralyze us all. I don't see, I don't see how we can progress. Like, I don't, it <laughs> progress, we are progressing. Like Ibram X. Kendi said in the last chapter, you know, second to last chapter of 1619, we're progressing. Mm -hmm. We're just not progressing in the way that maybe you and I would like to see the country progressing. We're yeah. going to make movement and we are making a lot of movement. Yeah. But it's just pretty devastating. You see, you said a lot like hoarding of access as well, because now the trickle down effect of access is they are expecting that everyone will, it'll be okay because the states would know. Come on, man. Again, mm -hmm. just like those people who jumped in the BMW, probably just came back from vacation, hanging out, chilling. Mm -hmm. They didn't leave a dollar. Mm -hmm. No one gives a fuck. Yeah. So when the access is on the table, I care about access for me and mine. I really don't give a fuck about access for you. That's why it's okay for pro-life people to say, yes, God does it. What about the life of the child? Mm -hmm. Because they come from a place where... Once they were born, they had all the access, all the freedom, all the autonomy, all everything was afforded to them. Mm -hmm. And the, so it's normal to have a child and the child be okay mm -hmm. for the mm -hmm. most part, right? So now when you see a woman who, God forbid, underwent sexual assault or some incest. or in, some incest, or the child is being born with the type of physical deformities that's gonna either incur crazy fees from the medical establishment that doesn't give a fuck about you, down the child, it dies. It's like, it's so, it's like, why is it that instead of addressing all of these things, they try to nitpick and choose yeah. what's good and bad for other people? Because I promise you, if a person of affluence had a child out of wedlock at a wrong time, they have the access to fly to Chicago, fly to New York, fly to California. Right. Take care of it. Come back. No one's the wiser. Let somebody from the inner city in Harlem, somebody from Atlanta, somebody from the uh, poverty in Miami right. have a situation where they got to make one of the hardest decisions of their life. They can't. So now they trust, you know what? I got to get rid of this baby or else. So now their life's in danger. Come on, man. Like this is it is blowing my mind right now. Like, I don't I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. If you ever had to make that decision, then it wouldn't be an easy one. It would. I have held many hands through this. Oof. It is devastating. Oof. It is devastating. And also, like, the assessment of women that they would just do this willy-nilly as a form of contraception. Oh. You know, like, that is insulting to our intelligence. Only this, is, mm. this is painful. This is, like, physically mentally, psychologically, for the rest of your life weighs on you. Exactly. This is 
do or die type of situation. And to to it's it, only only women of color, poor women, have sex at times when it's like, oh man, I made a mistake. Oh, they they're the only one that get horny like that. They just say make a decision that's not best for their future, right? Only them. Why women don't do that? Yeah. Well, this is that's an interesting point you bring in around underlying assumptions because we know that part of anti-blackness is a hypersexualization. Yeah, well, I was going to go there, and, I was right? Going to and go there. so the thought is like, oh yeah, you know, because that's the stories that the slave owners told about yes. the slaves. Oh, they're just savage, you mm-hmm. know, hypersexual, blah blah blah. Mm-hmm. That's interesting around that underlying assumption to, right? to justify owning a woman's body, especially a black woman's body, using them as baby farms and saying that this to increase to, your property to increase your property it goes back everything is endemic is underpinned with slavery and when i say that shit people mm-hmm. look uh mm-hmm. gotta get over it why it's still right, happening right, right. It's, it is yeah. still unfolding just read 1619 and you'll see it's still in every single system every is system every system it's it angers me emily like i don't understand why that's okay like the adultification, the hypersexualization of women of color. Yeah, it's not your right to have an abortion. Why women don't get horny? They don't have sex at a young age. They are always pure, the purity. Right. So, but if something was to happen though, we got the money, the access. You know what, babe? Let's pressure under, under the rug. It was a mistake. Just like when people of color are steeped in addiction and or mental illness. Oh, imprisonment Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. when our counterparts are it's a health issue right it's a mental health it's a lone wolf come on man right Mm. right it's just yeah it's a lot it's a lot i will tell you this is you know from a tweet that i saw the other day yeah that when we decide to kill all the men i'll try to save you (laughs) (laughs) i'll try i'll do my best can't guarantee it yeah Oh, man. I mean, yeah, to our listeners, you know, we just we see you. We know that this is hard. This is just kind of a join us in our frustration yeah. type of episode. We are here without the answers. We're just on the fight trying to understand because we have to understand what this is coming from in order to, like, yes, help unravel it and fight for a country that can have Independence Day where there is freedom. There is freedom. Ooh. Okay. Yeah. Mm. All right. Any final thoughts? Uh, Dr. Russell. I just love y'all, you know, and mm-hmm. understand that there's a warrior right here. I know a lot of times in the words of J. Cole, you know, I'm supposed to be comfortable, but his passion makes that impossible. You know, mm-hmm. I can't sit by idly. And if that means making others uncomfortable up until death. That's what I'm willing to do because every person in this country deserves that kind of fight. Mm -hmm. And I'm not going to stop until I'm dead. And hopefully when I'm dead, I've inspired someone else to pick this mantle up and make it Mm -hmm. stronger and better than I could have ever done it. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's it. And I I feel like I want to add just like a a word to our military and our veterans and thanking them for their service. And I do believe that they are fighting for 
a country where freedom is possible. I do yeah. believe that, and I don't. I nothing we've said today. Agreed. I don't want to under undermine that. I just feel like we need to, for everybody's best interest, yes. every single person's best interest, change the direction of this progress. Yes. So that we can really attain that freedom that we set out to get in seventy seventy six. Yes. Agreed. <laughs> you know. Agreed. So. Yeah. Ooh, all right. All right. Thank y'all. We'll see ya. Much love. <laughs> Thanks for joining us on this episode of Humanize. Please remember to like and subscribe to our podcast so you don't miss an episode. Join us on Instagram or Facebook to continue this conversation at The Humanize Podcast. Let us know if you want to learn more about the professional trainings we offer. And of course, tune in next time as we continue the work. Thank you and much love.